This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He is Mr. Roger Bennett and he's next. And now, from the legendary Studio B. So you're in Seattle with Gregor. Earlier this morning, we had a guy who I respect so much for his ability to talk about, and so eloquently, not just sports, but pop culture and everything. He's Roger Bennett from the Men in Blazers podcast. They're here to hang out before the big Sounders home opener this weekend. It's an exciting time, and afterwards, like a big dork, I sent him this email, which I... What an idiot. Uh, I said, uh, you know, thanks for coming and all that stuff. And then I said, some 18 months ago at 35,000 feet high above nowhere, Utah, I listened to you and Ray Hudson on Men in Blazers podcast, trading soccer metaphors with the skills of a verbal Jordan Morris. I realized that I had a long, exciting road ahead of me to get anywhere near the command of language that comes from that beautiful bald head of yours. Why did I send that to him? Anyway, this is the chat that we had. Probably the longest on-air interview I think I've ever done. I'll have to go back and reference that. Enjoy hearing a guy gush about Seattle soccer and the two things combined, the Seattle Sounders FC. It is an honor. I'm excited here. He's one half of the Men and Blazers podcast television show and soccer success compass in American sports landscape with references ranging from Game of Thrones to well-laced in lyrics from a classic Nine Inch Nails song. He's connecting soccer-hungry Americans to the world's game, the beautiful game. He's Roger Bennett. Good morning, sir. Oh, it's an honor to be here, Gregor, in your city. And the worst thing to happen to Seattle, I guess, since Brian Bosworth. <laughs> the most, but I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Excellent old Seahawks reference for you there, Rog. It's more than just soccer for you then. You, you cover all the angles of sports and... <sighs> just, uh, I mean, ultimately, we love soccer because it's an expression of life and humanity. It's sure. not just the elite athleticism, those moments that we live for. It's really... The kind of failure, the the, the 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 disasters, the hope, the dashed hope, the range of human emotions that are stuffed into that narrative on a week to week basis in the Premier League, in MLS, in the US men's national team, women's team storylines. That's what we live for. But to come tonight to do a show in Seattle, having grown up in England uh, in the 90s and looked at Seattle, this city that conjured so many images in my mind to be here in this remarkable city, a remarkable cultural city, remarkable sporting city. Cannot tell you how much my nipples are tingling, Greg. I can tell. It's uh, it's going to become uncomfortable for us here shortly. <laughs> uh, Raj, who's going to win the MLS Cup in 2017? Um, probably, I can tell you, probably not Minnesota. <laughs> That's like my early uh, takeaway from the first couple of weeks. Two 5-1 uh, losses, not so good. God, I, I'm thrilled, still thrilled by what Seattle Sounders did last season in this city. You watched, I, I've never been to Seattle before. I grew up watching like Detlef Schremp, like the, I guess Seattle's Luke Longley, 
pound away. I grew up watching the great Mariners teams. I was thinking on the walk over here about Jay Buna, that beautiful power ball. What a remarkable human being he is. I, I was thinking about um, the just the, the joy, Tad, the concept of Tad. <laughs> You're a, digging deep. A band that I saw when I was at university in Leeds. I was telling you this before I came on. In Leeds in 1991, I saw Tad play with Nirvana. Uh, when Nirvana were on the undercard, and the two bands combined drew twenty people to a to a place called the Duchess, but they rock so hard that night, and I've always dreamt of coming to this city. And this is my first ever trip. I cannot tell you how delighted I am to be here. But from a footballing perspective, a soccer perspective, to see your team that you live and die for through the television set, and to watch what goes on at CenturyLink Field on a weekly basis, you want a, as a as a lover of football. A lover of American football, a lover of America, you want to leap through the television screen and just be there. You also want to hope that what you are building here and throughout the Pacific Northwest is kind of a future sense of America. We always joke on our show that soccer is the sport of, a, of the future in America as it has been since 1972. But when you see what you're building here in this community in Seattle, I really do. I hope it's a taste of the whole of the rest of the nation in the decades to come. And you guys are just kind of foot forward for the rest of us. We can only hope to be as successful as perhaps the LA Galaxy showed for all those years, only in the Northwest. As They've been our real rival. They've been a real challenge in the playoffs. And even though we have a great pocket up here against uh, Portland and against Vancouver for <sighs> Cascadia Fantastic. Cup, you kind of hope that we're the next LA Galaxy, that we draw that kind That's of talent. That's true. Someone, uh, when we landed last night, I think we tweeted about how excited... Uh, we are to be here and uh, someone tweeted back beautiful beautiful comment he said there's not been uh, this many old English uh, people in Seattle since the LA Galaxy last came to play (laughs) so I love it I do love it but your storylines are so thrilling I mean mostly not just the, the, the kind of worst of first the slumping but the mini narratives within it last season watching Jordan Morris uh, who we've followed since he was at Stanford. I, I think I, I was at the U.S. practice when he was just called as a scrub to play against the World Cup, uh, the U.S. World Cup team in training ahead of the last World Cup. He was just kind of like a cannon fodder, and he just dazzled in a scrimmage so much that Jurgen Klinsmann brought him through as a college player to play for the U.S. men's national team. He then came back to Seattle to sign here when he could have gone to Europe, but now he came here. So much expectations on his shoulders, faltering in the first five games, seemingly kind of crippled by the hype. But then when Clint Dempsey went down to, uh, I mean, a devastating, a devastating injury that had him out of the game for six months to just step up and take the team, take the city on his shoulders and deliver time and time again, not just to deliver and fulfill his first season hype, but to deliver a championship from a human perspective, to watch it, to speak to him. He comes on our show every couple of months to see how he's changed as a human being in the crucible of elite competition yet retained himself always a mensch always a always a very thoughtful human being it's Clint Dempsey the first time I ever interviewed him he said to me that the the the, the trick of, of being an elite footballer is to always be confident to shrug off loss but he said the most important lesson is to always be yourself and know who you are and that was the storyline for Jordan Morris and I guess the Seattle Sounders in the second half of that season was that they were always themselves and they knew who they were ultimately which was winners 
Well, now he's got the uh, ink also on his arm to make him the other part of being an elite footballer. But <laughs> you have to now get all you of the work your way up tattoo. to neck tattoos. When, yeah. you, when you have a neck tattoo, Gregor, you know you are world class. Got to work your way up to that. I'm slow on my radio tattoo game here. I got to start plotting out a spot <laughs> on my neck, I guess. Uh, Sounders FC, um, you know, are stoked to have him. But now he's also U.S. men's national team again. He got called back up, Jordan Morris, Mercer Island Zone, uh, on Bruce Arena's 2.0 U.S. men's national <sighs> team. You think he's ready to carry the weight of a rotund nation, and do you think that there's a chance for the U.S. to turn this around and qualify for a World Cup, to have the, what is it, miracle on ice on grass, <laughs> USA versus Russia, uh, next summer already the World Cup? Putin and Trump, it'll be, uh, it'll be, uh, I can't wait for that royal box. That would be phenomenal. The, the, I was with Bruce Arena yesterday in Los Angeles, the, the new manager, old manager, manager again, uh, who is inheriting this team very unprecedentedly in the middle of a World Cup cycle. If you've not followed the storyline, they lost their first two games in this final round of qualifying. No US team has ever done that. No team has done that in this format and then qualified for the World Cup. So this is uncharted territory. Bruce Arena is like a kind of a river pilot of a backwater terrain. This region we play in CONCACAF, who knows where all the rocks are. He knows the hidden streams. He knows all the tidal forces. And we turn the team over to a pair of safe hands. But the big question is, American football has changed so much since he was last uh, at the helm in 2006. Also, this region, CONCACAF, the, the Caribbean North Central America that we play in has also changed a lot thanks to MLS professionalizing, giving so much opportunity to players across the region. Tactically, it's more sophisticated from a coaching perspective. It's more sophisticated. So yes, Bruce Arena is a winner who can deliver, but the world has changed since he was last the manager of the US team. And I think the storyline is going to be about this gentleman who believes he's a winner. When you speak to him, you know, his answer to almost every question is, believe me, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. I'm a winner. And he is a winner. His, his face is already on. If there was a Mount Rushmore of American uh, soccer, Bruce Arena's beautiful face would be carved in there alongside Tony Miola's mullet. It would all be in there. But the, 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 the reality is, I'm trying to understand what has made him come back again. That movie Sexy Beast. You know where 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 they they pull the the criminal the reformed criminal back into uh, pernicious activities. No, 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 he's not coming back into the game. But yes, 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 he gets drawn back. Bruce is back in the game, and I'm trying to understand what exactly has has made it. He's done everything. He's won almost. A, he's won a quarter of MLS cups, give or take. Oh my god! He, he's he's taken the team further than any US manager in the World Cup. The 2002 delirious run. Uh, oh, just such, still living off those fumes, those memories. But he's come back. And talent-wise, we've got a phenomenal team. Clint Dempsey's back. What a wonderful man at 34, still playing with an amazing chip on his shoulder. Phenomenal football uh, already this season. Um, Jordan Morris is part of it. Christian Pulisic, this 18-year-old kind of wonderkind who left Hershey, Pennsylvania, age 15, and now dazzles in the Champions League for Dortmund in Germany at the elite level of world-class football and is showing that he utterly, utterly belongs on a weekly basis. We've got phenomenal uh, footballers but this amazing kind of cru- I, I, I'm from England when the England national players very good footballers pull on the, the England shirt it's like chain mail it weighs them down they play lesser and the US team for the past 12 months has played lesser and then these games starting on Friday which are not just must win I mean they really need it. For anything other than four points from these next two games is going to be darkness we will see when they put that US jersey on whether they play with the collective football that they used to the joyous 
uh, collective or, or it's more of the same that we've seen struggling through the last 12 months. But I, I'm a very positive man and I believe in Bruce. I believe in Jordan Morris. I believe in Clint Dempsey. I believe in Christian Pulisic and I believe they'll deliver. Do you see yourself as a rave green, Pacific blue, or for a throwback Thursday, more of a good old heritage white? I just see myself as a, a, a bald man who loves America and <laughs> wakes up every morning and just thanks God that I live in this country. Um, I, I love America. I love football. I love America. Loving football that I've seen since I moved here in 1992. You know, World Cup to World Cup, the growth of the game here um, has been not a straight line it's not big. it's always the sport of the future soccer's always going to be i have in my office i've got a pennant we've got one in the panic room on the nbc sports television show that says soccer sport of the 80s sport <laughs> of the future and it's always been promised to be the next big thing it, it is the next big thing but it's taken longer it's been incremental i've seen deliriously football grow world cup to world cup particularly past 2002 2006 then the premier league uh, really taking off. I've watched with joy uh, year to year as this sport has just grown in popularity. Um, with MLS now uh, stepping up, I think this is a phenomenal season this season. Just the quality of play, the quality of cultures, the quality of sporting spectacle. You the, Last weekend, I know you don't like to talk about Portland, but, <laughs> but watching the season kick off there, phenomenal. Watching Clint Dempsey come back, for Seattle after a human challenge, rise up, overcome it, and sure. deliver um, and start scoring. Watching um, Orlando open up a giddy, delirious, beautiful stadium. Um, and then watching Atlanta put 55,000 into that city. All within a couple of hours, you watch this. And I, I just thought, bloody hell, what this, this season, what a season. This is a season where MLS takes a turn into quality not just in the pacific northwest but across this nation so to answer your question what do i see myself as I see myself as a very lucky man uh, who's come to america at an amazing time in its sporting soccer history the men and blazers podcast is live tonight at the Showbox. it's mm-hmm. a sold out event i know you have some special seattle treats planned perhaps oh. maybe some some uh, you pay homage to some seattle sports stars yeah, i think that's a lot of fun we've got a Incredible lineup. I mean, not just Jordan Morris, who I hope is going to bring his dog. Uh, we've got Schmetz is going to be with us. Alan Hinton, uh, the English football legend turned Mr. Soccer, is going to talk about the heritage. We've got Megan Rapino um, coming on. Uh, I mean, I'm really excited to talk to Stefan Fry, your, your hero goalkeeper from the final. A, a gentleman who, like me, grew up in a random place. He was some some Swiss canton. And, you know, is a hero in Seattle and gets called up to the January camp. Uh, I know his visa's still going through like mine, but what a remarkable American football story to to grind your way through the USL, through the college system, to find a place that you love, that loves you back, to succeed, and then be called in to, to train with the US team. It's just, I mean, it's what makes this country great. It's what makes this country's football team great. And to start off the show with him, I can't wait. How about a chance uh, for people to maybe grab a pint with you? We're after the show, when we do these shows, we, uh, this is our first ever time in Seattle. I, pr- I really hope it's not our last. I'm just so happy to be here. We're going to wander around today and just uh, drink up your city. Um, everything um, vaguely smells of um, 
of um, John Olerud's aftershave. I can feel it wafting around here. So afterwards, we're going to, the show, we always have a drink. Uh, we raise a Guinness um, with anyone that's still standing. And I believe afterwards, we're going to go to a mighty institution called Kells. <laughs> All right, right I down. Can't wait, mate. Right, right down wait. the street. That's awesome. It's uh, meninblazers.com, not only for one of the best sports podcasts on the digital planet, but also one of the best friendships between you and Michael Davies. He's a beautiful man. Hub of humanity there. Top bald enthusiasm if you want to find that too. Nowhere to uh, top that. At Men and Blazers on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget championship celebration with the Sounders. Raising the banner on Sunday, 4 oh. p.m. is when everything starts. It's going to be tingly. As you would say, the nipple tingle will be real. Roger Bennett, thanks for joining us. Gregor, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, Seattle. You've been listening to So You're in Seattle with Gregor. Follow him on Twitter at HeyGregor. Find more episodes online at SoYou'reInSeattle.com. So You're in Seattle is a burrito butt production. Yeah, you're a good dog chowder. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.